0: emotions have a very big and significant impact that a lot of times people can't even see it's just the fact that our heart a lot of times can like affect and direct our mind and like what we're thinking and what we're feeling and where we want to go with our life if you don't really have the ultimate goal in mind then you just won't really get anywhere with that relationship and it'll probably leave you with uh, more pain than uh, satisfaction that you probably bring
2: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Kaylee Pinkerton, and we've got a full house here in the studio today. Hey. It's going to be a good one, guys. we got Will McElroy here. Come hey, on. Will. Great to see you. Thanks for being here. Mm. We have Jermaine Harrison.
1: Hey. hey, glad to be here, people.
2: It's Hey, it's hey. good to have you. Thanks for being here. And today, our guest is Colin Keaton. Colin, we tell us a little bit about yourself for those listening, you know, first-time listeners, new friends of yours?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, hey, I'm Colin Keaton. I am a senior at Lake Highlands. And yeah, glad to be here, play football. Uh, I'm in Wranglers, uh, do things. At Watermark. A country and Intern. western dance no, Yeah, what's dance Wranglers group? for those who don't know? Uh, yeah, it's a country and western dance team uh, at all the RSD public schools around here and uh, at Lake Highlands. And so, yeah, we just do events. We do country and western dancing, stunts. Different, uh, just dancing with partners, guys and girls. Incredible. A lot of fun. It's Colin. pretty impressive, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. It really
2: is. But I have to know, how many times, like, do you drop someone?
0: Oh, good question. I don't think I have ever in a performance. That's uh, good. If I have, it'll probably come out time <laughs> after this. <laughs> she'll um, hear, she'll know. But a uh, few times in... Uh, Practice. practice yeah mm. but not not as often as you probably think but there have been some close calls in performances that yeah are, who are.
3: all does is it just like richardson schools that dude i think
0: richardson are the only schools i know anywhere that i've wow. ever met that do this but yeah it's a Come lot on. of fun let's go richardson
2: i love that and colin you're going into senior year what's like one of the things you're looking forward to most about being a senior your final lap
0: yeah, no, I'm just excited about uh, all the things I get to do this year and just more freedom, I would say. But uh, staying on the topic of Wranglers, we get to go to London and have a performance uh, at a parade there over Christmas break, which I'm super excited about. I think it's going to be fun.
2: Wow. I just pictured you. It's like Macy's Thanksgiving parade. <laughs> level. Like I don't know the caliber of this parade, but that's what I'm picturing. Like we'd be on TV. You guys there.
0: You don't know, no idea, but no idea. Colin knows, knows nothing, other But than the that.
2: fact <laughs> that
1: this this dance crew from a little high school in Richardson, Texas, is going in Lake Highlands, Texas. Lake is, Highlands, come on, sorry, RISD <laughs> is going to London to perform. Like, how do they even know you? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So there you go. Come on, hey, word
2: I'm travels excited. about those Lake Highlands <laughs> Wranglers. Yeah, you know, gets around. We're pretty known. It. Gets around. I love that. Well, my brother and sister-in-law are in London, so I'm going to let them know that the Lake Highlands Wranglers are heading across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Coming soon.
3: <laughs> well, speaking of dancing, what? sometimes we <laughs> get wranglers and dancing. Sometimes, literally
1: making this up. Sometimes on the
3: spot. in life, you start. Uh, this has all happened to Jermaine, myself, and Kaylee. You start your dancing, and then you find a partner, and you just mm. sign up to dance with them forever, right? Yeah. And then other times, I you, was like, "Where is
0: this then, going?" And then
3: <laughs> other times, you start dancing, and you realize that there's. A lot of toe stepping, stu- stepping <laughs> happening, or maybe yeah. like Colin, you know, you drop them and you're like, all <laughs> it just doesn't work <laughs> out, right? And you need to break up. Oof. which wow what a an to, topic. That's pretty to good. the topic yeah that's the a job nice will. transition to the topic today which is a <laughs> plus uh,
2: transition <laughs> thank
3: you thank you it's uh <laughs> should i break up uh when do i know it's time to to break up uh, a relationship which uh colin you chose that topic and i would love just to hear kind of your thought process behind wanting to uh choose this topic to talk about breakups
0: yeah of course so uh throughout high school, I've been in a few relationships. I've had good breakups, not so good breakups, and just through community and the guys I know around me, like being a part of or just hearing about how relationships have started and ended um, just throughout our high school life has been really interesting. And I just think it's a big part of relationships and high, just high school itself that isn't talked about a lot. And there can be a lot of navigating throughout it.
2: Definitely.
3: Yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, maybe the, Let's, let's start practically here. Uh, and we're we're going to ask two questions and the first one is going to be, uh, you know, if you're in a relationship, uh, let's, let's look at some obvious reasons for someone to break up like the, the red flags. And then in a second, yeah. we'll look at maybe some more subtle reasons, but let's start with just
0: the obvious red flags, Colin, what are, what are those? So yeah, the first one here is just betrayal of trust and, um, Just someone not being or doing what you think they are and just, uh, going behind your back and possibly cheating. And, uh, also just having different religions can be a big conflict just in the relationship world as a Christian and just, uh, having different views of life and where that's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, our third is just having no boundaries to start the relationship and no, nothing really to go off of, or just, uh, pushing the boundaries much further than you planned on in the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah those are all those are all so good. I think one that I would add maybe is like a a step backwards for um in in answering that question. An obvious reason to break up is if your parents would not want you to be in a relationship, which that's, that's what I mean by going backwards that if you're a student, listen to this obviously we're talking about teenage dating and if you should follow your parents' leadership and guidance you know in relation to this topic. Like they're the ones who um, are responsible for you, care for you, I want to love you and, and allow you to um, flourish in life. And if they think that for now you you shouldn't be dating, then as much as you hate it as a teenager, you probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
3: yeah, which I think kind of, I know when you said betrayal of trust, you were being maybe more specific, but just to make it broader and to kind of fit under what you were talking about, Jermaine, it's like if if you're dating someone, if that requires you to break your trust with someone else, then first off, you never should have entered that relationship, and secondly, if you chose to anyways, like you need to, you need to break that up. Um, does that make yeah, sense? And make yeah.
1: it right because you're breaking trust with your parents? Yeah, know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: And then I think one other one I would add to to the list would be, uh, and maybe this is one that's just. An umbrella that would cover everything but if this relationship is causing you to sin uh you should break up and i've been there i'm sure many of the listeners have been there where it's like you just get involved with someone and like no matter what happens even if you have the purest intentions like y'all just end up sinning when you're together um and if that's the case then that's just not healthy and y'all should break up so Mm -hmm. hayley would you have anything else to say
2: no i think that's so good i love what you were saying because i do think like considering if this relationship causes one or both people involved to sin more than it does pushes them towards Christ and towards further intimacy with them. I think being a a Christian podcast, considering this in a Christian context is really helpful. And Colin, I love the things that you said. And so I even think, you know, the boundaries element falls under what Will was saying, but it goes even beyond that just to our heart and Um, how that plays out in the context of relationship is so good. So, Mm -hmm. not much more to add. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think I would add because she brought up that point. Like, ultimately, the the main red flag for that you should break up is if you're not ready for what dating should result in. Like the point of dating is to is to see if you and that person um, would work together for life and potentially in the marriage covenant forever of a marriage relationship. And if your reason is something other than that, like social status or personal, um, you know, comfort or pleasure or whatever else, um, it's an inadequate and probably unwise motivation. Mm -hmm. So,
3: yeah. Now let's move on to you know the second part, which I think there are some more reasons that they are just naturally subtler and maybe less obvious reasons to break up and We kind of thought through and brainstormed some of those reasons and not exhaustive list at all, but Colin, what are some of the things that you you mentioned
0: totally, yeah, um, the first one here is just uh being unequally yoked, and a lot of times that can be hard for the people in the relationship to see uh just together and just one person being just in a different part of the race, uh, just to Christ that, uh, their partner might be in. And then number two is addiction, which can be just very broad and just a really hard topic to go into. Cause, uh, just a big struggle of a lot of people. And I know, especially in high school, and it could be a lot of things like pornography or drugs or alcohol or masturbation or anything. There's lots of things you can really get addicted to nowadays and so just being aware of like being in a relationship can sometimes uh, push you away from being able to recover from that and mm-hmm. get to light out of that and then number three is just being consumed by your relationship and that being like either your whole personality your whole identity or your whole life and just not being able to have friends outside of that or a relationship with Christ outside of that and it just pulls you away from everything else in your life and mm-hmm. be a big red flag and then uh Four is just kind of like what Jermaine was saying earlier, just you're not ready today. And um, if you don't really have the ultimate goal in mind, then you uh just won't really get anywhere with that relationship and it'll probably leave you with uh more pain than uh, satisfaction that you thought it would bring. For
2: mm-hmm. sure. And I, I even think maybe a more helpful word, it's like, yes, those are subtle reasons, but they almost come across as more like private or just harder to see on the surface level reasons. Because yeah. ultimately totally. everything you said, it's like, it's subtle because it can be well masked at first, but once it comes to the light or once it becomes a big issue, it's not so subtle anymore. You know, like I even love the idea of you, you were phrasing it as like addiction or someone really struggling. If that person is struggling with a sin, um, sin struggle, they just haven't found a ton of freedom in. Um, it's an example of like that person is in a canoe with a hole in it. And they're trying so much to like keep that boat afloat, to keep that boat afloat. You know, what's not helpful for that person to do is to add more weight to the boat. And in that moment, this is like a metaphor, obviously, but if someone's drowning and there's a hole in the boat, like dating wise, if that's their life, they should not add someone else into the context. They need to figure out how to get that boat in good condition, how to be in a good place for themselves, spiritually abiding with the Lord, leading themselves before they consider like, all right, it's now a good time for me to enter into a relationship. And to um be investing my time with someone else
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I mean i think I think these subtle reasons that you shared Colin and to Kaylee's point are maybe even more um dangerous yeah. and damaging to a potential relationship because mm-hmm. everyone can see if um you know it's some external activity that you're doing that would probably lend itself towards you probably not needing to be in a relationship, but all all of these like you know, have to do with where your heart's at and what's hidden that no one else can see. And and those are the things that really lead to the the long term lasting pain and hurt in relationships, unfortunately. So it's a good point.
3: That's a so good before you even move on, are there any reasons not to break up that people still try to use as excuses <laughs> to break up anyways?
2: Well, speaking from personal experience, well, there was a time in my life that I did have a poor reason to break up. And it was in eighth grade I found out I was moving. And so I decided that I should break up with my very serious, obviously, at the time, eighth grade boyfriend. Mm. Um, And I told him it's because I was moving and I needed to be intentional with my time. However, deep down, I just wanted to date someone else with the little time that I had left. And uh-huh. I say that like... Owning it, and it was lighthearted, and we such could a we can joke yeah. about it then, but ultimately, like that's something me and that first guy we circled back into later in life, and he was like, "I still remember that, and I still remember yeah. you doing that and we
3: joke about it, and it, it left <laughs>
2: it left a bad impression, and I had to seek forgiveness and own that I had done that, but yeah. I think there are many bad reasons we break up for me. That was a fully just selfish decision that I didn't think through, and it was based on emotions, and I do think um. That is often a reason why we break up when maybe we shouldn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, as you were saying that, I totally relate to that. Um, When I was a high schooler, like I can vividly remember the moment where I was convincing my then girlfriend that I should go to a dance with someone else because, you know, I thought it would be fun for us to meet other people. I don't even remember what I said, but it was like one of those, like being so creative because I wanted something else. And I remember her like calling her parents and then picking her up and her like bawling her eyes out because I wanted to move on from the relationship because something else was more fun. And Man, I think like even that experience and others that I've unfortunately had when during my teenage years have made me maybe, you know, too strong and maybe in some senses against high school dating. But it's because I've seen the hurt and harm and pain that can come from it when you're just unwise and unsupervised and have no community around you where it's just whatever you feel like doing or whatever you feel like is the next best thing. Like that's what you run towards. And so,
3: yeah. Would you have anything to add, Colin, to that question?
0: Uh, Yeah. I would just say when you're uh just looking at your relationship and just thinking like, Oh, uh, why don't I feel like I like this person as much anymore or I'm just not having as much fun. Like, there might be a cooler person out there. Like that can just be like a big, big red flag for yourself. of Like maybe you're looking at dating in the wrong way and just um, that's not uh, in a biblical sense. That's not a very good way to um, break up with someone because it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. And you just have to know that sometimes it'll be hard and you just have to work through Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, like I know this might be a big jump from teenage and high school dating, um, but like, When you're breaking up because you just aren't feeling it anymore, it's not as fun. It's not as... Rainbows and butterflies, like other relationships, are like honestly. I think in some subtle way, we're training ourselves to get out of relationships when it it just doesn't feel convenient anymore. And unfortunately, that's where our world and our culture is with, when it comes to divorce. Like obviously, it's bigger challenges or bigger, um, you know, like hurdles to cross. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, I don't like this person anymore and I, I i i don't want to hold to the promises i made to them at the altar and i think unknowingly a lot of teenagers are training themselves for that moment by mm-hmm. just getting out of relationships whenever they feel like it
3: mm-hmm. yeah that's so good yeah i think too i've had to say one final thing like all of the reasons that y'all mentioned are are bad reasons to break up but here's the reality if if those reasons are like dominating your mind or going through your head in your relationship, or if you're constantly thinking I'm bored, or this couple looks like they're doing way better than us, and you probably kind of like what you said, Colin. That's a red flag for yourself, and that in itself is a reason to break up because <laughs> you're not ready to date, and the person you are dating deserves better than, than <laughs> yep. to have someone constantly questioning the relationship. Indeed. And so,
0: yeah,
3: uh, good. well said to all of you guys. So I, w- I want to move on a little bit though, Colin, and just talk about there is, there's one thing that plays a huge part in every relationship, especially when it comes time to, uh, break up or at least clarify, and that's our emotions and feelings. And so what, what role have you seen for better or worse, uh, emotions and feelings play during breakups?
0: Yeah, I think uh, emotions have a very big and significant impact that a lot of times people can't even see. It's just the fact that our heart a lot of times can like affect and direct our mind and like what we're thinking and what we're feeling and where we want to go with our life. And so we just look to uh, how things make us feel or how things perceive to satisfy us and say, I need to run towards that instead of what God is saying you need to run towards and so just the biggest thing I would say is just instead of letting your heart like instruct or direct you, uh, instruct and direct your heart to where God uh, um, is telling you to go and following his will. And so knowing that it's not always uh going to make you feel the best maybe to break up and sometimes it can be painful like emotionally. But uh in the end, it's uh always whatever God wants is always what's best for your life or uh, what you really need and so just knowing that like a lot of times your emotions can be truly how you feel but not always the best way for you to go
2: yeah yeah it's like that saying you know your feelings are real your emotions are real but they may not be reliable is kind of a pithy saying we've we've said around here and I think that comes from Jeremiah seventeen nine, just that the heart is deceitful above all else it's desperately sick who can understand it and um, a heart may convince you that you should stick in a relationship because you're getting something out of it that feels good it may convince you that you shouldn't have that breakup conversation because it's scary and it'll be hard and it'll be emotional. And so don't do it, just avoid it. Um, But we have to acknowledge that our heart is broken. It is deceitful apart from Christ um, and push through that when it, when it gets uncomfortable. And so emotions can play a big role because they can really strongly convince us that we should do something else. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And those emotions are, even if like we're talking about, they're not reliable. They are an indicator of like, Um, maybe something that's, that's not right in your heart or not right in your relationship. And it could even just be like the, the Holy Spirit, like nudging you in a certain direction to convict you and challenge you to think deeply or, you know, think more biblically about your relationship. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so Colin, in response to our emotions, where would you recommend turning to, uh, you know when you're going through a breakup instead of turning to your heart and emotions where would you go to instead for advice and counsel
0: um yeah i would say just uh community in your life is the biggest way to um in a sense see uh how your heart is affecting you what your heart wants compared or alternative to um god's will and a lot of times just having those people around you like um guys in your life or for girls just having girls around you that can just um almost instruct you in what like the Bible is saying or what it's um just um uh, preaching towards the situation is just really key. And so just have being able to have that accountability is just uh another step or another safeguard in relationships or breakups. Just to truly know what's best for you and what Christ wants for you. And on top of that, even your parents, which is a big struggle in high school, is just like Being able to go to your parents and trust your parents and tell your parents, which I know many people don't do, and it can be Mm -hmm. really hard because you want to almost like go on your own. You feel like you're almost there with freedom away from your parents. So you don't want to come back and be like, oh, tell you this, this, this. Like, you don't want to feel like that you still need them. You want to be independent, but like they're some of the wisest people in your life most of the time. And they can really be there to help you and just guide you on what's best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, you know, God's word doesn't necessarily have like a specific verse on dating, like when dating do this, because, you know, dating is a, you know, generally new, you know, like social idea and construct in the last, you know, 100, 150 years, but it does give you. You know, clear guidelines about relationships that I think are so applicable um, to you know to dating. And one verse that comes to my mind is First Timothy chapter five, verse two. And I think it speaks specifically to, to to guys, to young men. It says, "Treat older women as you would your mother, and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters." And so, there's this particular call to men. To act like men and part of being a a godly man, a a biblical man is is loving and protecting women and and applying that principle to your relationships means that you're not um, in the relationship for what you can get you're you're in a relationship to serve and to bring joy and to bring flourishing you're not in a relationship because of the social standing or any other reason but that you should treat that girl with with all purity as you would your own sister and if you're unable to do that man i don't i don't know if you should be in that relationship yeah
3: that's so good uh do y'all colin or kaylee would y'all have anywhere else in the bible you would also turn for just guidance or comfort when going through a breakup
0: uh yeah, for sure. Um I would say just on the topic of community, Proverbs 11:14 says, "Where there's no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors there is safety." Mm-hmm. Just being able to have those people around you just to as I said earlier, just safeguard uh your relationship and your breakup and just when uh, there's more people around you, the vision becomes a lot clearer. Mm-hmm.
2: I love that. I think I'd add on to that James 1 5, which is just a prayer of if you are wrestling with a decision, like, should I break up with somebody? James 1 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men generously, and it'll be given to you. And so, as you seek advice from people that are trusted in your life and you're seeking their wisdom, seek the wisdom of the Lord and ultimately rest. Just in the encouragement, I mean, even Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, of just trusting in the Lord with all your heart and not your own understanding, because a breakup can be an emotional decision that does require prayer and, you know, wisdom from trusted sources in our life so that we really can trust in the Lord and not our own understanding. Because like it promises in all of our ways, when we acknowledge him, he'll make our path straight through a breakup, through a relationship that's healthy, whatever it may be. um, We get to seek him and walk faithfully in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to to combine both of what y'all just said, for students, teenagers listening, I think two helpful questions to ask is if you're not in a relationship, go into people that love you, that love God and that love his word and ask them, hey, am I ready for a relationship? Am I ready to be in a relationship? You know, as you've observed my life and, you know, my priorities, maybe it's you're asking your parents, maybe you're asking your trusted friends or people in your community or if you are in a relationship, like asking them, "Hey, how do you guys think I'm doing at caring for and leading and guiding?" If I'm, you know, the, the guy in a relationship, or how am I supporting and strengthening and encouraging? If you're the girl in the whatever it might be, like you know, opening yourself up to um, receiving feedback, encouragement, criticism, guideline, you know, um, guidelines for what you should do next is such a wise thing to do.
3: Yeah. If I had to, if I had to add one verse to the the mix, it'd probably be just more on like the, the comfort side of going through a breakup because I know for me, some of the hardest moments in my life have been just going through a breakup and just, we talked about the emotions and just the emotions that get wrapped up in there. But just Isaiah 41, 10, which is do not fear uh, for I'm with you. Uh, be not dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Uh you're going to be okay uh, if you're going through a breakup and it's going to hurt a lot, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And, uh, but I think God's comfort to you is that like, Hey, like we need to rip this band-aid off and it'll hurt. But if you want to heal, if you want to get healthy, if you want to get better, um, uh, this needs to happen. And so, uh, Colin, would you have any just last advice for a student listening to this?
0: Yeah, I would say, uh, one more verse here is just first Corinthians 1023 that says all things are lawful but not all things are helpful all things are lawful but not all things build up and so just uh I think a big part of just reflecting on your own relationship and wondering like when is a good time to break up and just knowing that like even you might not see sin prevalent like in yourself or in your partner in your relationship but um just seeing whether or not it's really building up your faith or you're building up their faith and just uh, being a good leader and leading in the relationship. And so just, uh, being careful of that. It's like, there are not, or there might not always be something like that is clear and wrong and obvious, but just, um, telling yourself and asking yourself, like, is this really good for me and my relationship with Christ? And is this building up?
2: Mm. That's so good. I think I'd add that if it's time for you to break up or if you are getting broken up with really, I guess I'm talking to the person doing the breaking up is yeah. that, breaking up with someone is such a delicate conversation. It is an emotional conversation. And I think as believers, we just have the opportunity to leave people better than we found them. And so if you're listening to this, if you're walking through a breakup yourself, or if you know that breaking up is your next best step, I just encourage you that that is your brother or sister in Christ, that though it's a hard conversation, you get to navigate that delicately as a way of honoring someone else that's in the family of God and it is emotional yes um but you don't have to overcompensate with like weird mushy gushy affirmation to show them that love you could you need to be clear in redefining that the relationship is going from relationship to breakup you know create that clear boundary and that clear change while also leaving that person better than you found them
1: yes doing it in person not a text yes not a snap (laughs) not a Mm -hmm. you know just like passing conversation in the hallway like a Hey, can we talk about this and sit down and clearly communicate like Kaylee was just saying? And um,
2: and if you mess up, own it. Like, it's okay for you to circle back after a breakup conversation. Maybe you're listening right now being like, dang it, I have messed up a breakup conversation. It's okay to circle back to that person and be like, that wasn't my best. Will you forgive me? And that is so redemptive. And like mm-hmm. the Lord can use that follow-up conversation to leave that ber- that person better than you found them, even if it's weeks and months down the road.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, this is so good. And I just want to say, too, to the everyone listening i know that this is a uh, tricky t- topic with a lot of nuances and so if you have any questions or any thoughts or would like any more resources feel free to dm us at shoreline dallas and we would love to respond or point you to uh, some places that we think would be helpful uh, resources for you but uh, with that said colin uh, we really appreciate you coming on man this was this was really good let's go yeah, thank you dude. thank you so thank much you, colin don't yeah. forget
2: us when you you know move to london and become a famous dancer <laughs> yeah. yeah i won't Two-step forget earth. y'all
3: when i make it big and then Another yeah. thing to not forget is don't forget <laughs> to go find the follow button or the subscribe button and go... The describe just, button? The describe button. <laughs> just destroy the subscribe button, <laughs> is what I am going to say, and <laughs> leave it. a review and uh, just... <laughs> What what will is trying to say with those
1: random words is you liking or promoting this episode will help other teenagers find it and find the wisdom and hope that we talked about from God's word in relation to this topic and others. That's Isn't
2: exactly what he was trying that's to what, say. Not
1: how I would have worded it, but <laughs> get the point across. So. Amazing. All right
2: guys, this has been real. This has been fun. It's been real fun. Colin, thanks for being here. We'll see you guys next time. Bag
1: wow. See ya. Ah, see ya.